I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct, but most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Quite Franklin with LeVar Arrington. Each week, Penn State head coach James Franklin and Penn State legend LeVar Arrington will discuss game strategy and other insights on Penn State football. Quite Franklin with LeVar Arrington is now. What's up, everybody? It's LeVar Arrington here. Welcome in to another exciting edition of Quite Franklin. I'm LeVar Arrington. And we got the coach, Coach Franklin. Check him out. All right, we're going to do a little quick uh, year-end review. And then we're going to talk a little coaches and and where they're at. Chip Kelly made a move into the Big Ten after being in the Big Ten as a head coach. Now an OC in the, in the Big Ten at Ohio State. We, Ohio State. We'll talk about that. Billy O'Brien was supposed to be the offense coordinator, the former head coach of Penn State. He ends up going to Boston College to be the head coach. Uh, so we got all these different uh, things that are taking place. We'll see what Coach Franklin's opinion is about it. We're going to get to the show right now. Coach, first off, good to see you. Hope all is well. Hope winter conditioning hitting in the spring is going well for you. Just give me a quick, a quick over, you know, oversight or a quick wrap up of of what took place, you know, for last year. What did you take from from last season? Well, I think a couple things. I, I think one of the things that's that's interesting is I, I find it remarkable that Drew Aller is has gotten some criticism as a first year starter in the Big Ten, and I think he threw twenty six touchdown passes and like two or three interceptions. Which I think if you asked any you know quarterback or or offensive coordinator in the country, if you had those numbers, uh, would you would you feel good about it uh, at the end of the season? So the numbers were phenomenal from that standpoint. Obviously, between Drew and our offense, uh, we need to be better uh, in the biggest moments. And and that's why Andy Koltnecki is here. It's a big reason why he's here. Um, you know, we played really good football, um, except really two games. 
And those two games are going to define you at Penn State. I trust me, I know that as well as, as anybody. Um, so that's why some of the decisions were made at the end of the season uh, to give us the best chance to, to win those types of games. Um, defensively, you know, at Penn State, from when you played here to now, uh, we continue to play really good defense. You know, I, I've had three coordinators that have all had top 10 defenses. Um, and now Tom Allen is in position to do something similar. Um, I needed to go get somebody that had the confidence to follow a guy named Manny Diaz that that arguably had anywhere between the number one or number three ranked defense in, in all of college football. Again, one of the challenges is one and two were already in this conference. Uh, I think that's a perfect illustration of the challenge of, of being in the Big Ten and specifically the Big Ten East before the new model uh, hit us. Um, and then, you know, the last thing I would say is obviously the, the changes in college football, whether it's the transfer portal, whether it's the NIL, whether it's opt outs of bowl games and, and what that means. Uh, that's why, you know, being able to make the 12 uh, game, you know, 12 team playoff um, is critical because I really worry about what's going to happen to those other bowl games based on what you see, not just at Penn State, but what you see nationwide, how challenging that has really become. All right. You talked about coaches moving around and I just I'm curious, what were you what were your thoughts on Chip Kelly leaving UCLA to go to Ohio State? Like I thought it was an interesting move because UCLA is now entering into the the deep waters of the Big Ten. What what's your take on that? Because I, I feel like Chip Kelly, man, for, for better or for worse, whatever you think about him personally, dude's a brilliant offensive mind. He knows how to call offenses. He knows how to dial stuff up. That's what he's known for. I feel like it made Ohio State better. Like way better. What what's like what was your what was your first thoughts on it? Well, I think first of all, and let me say this, and I, I don't want this to come off the wrong way, but I just think what you're seeing in in the new NIL world and the transfer portal world is the separation of what people would argue or the haves and the have-nots are getting wider and wider and making those jobs more and more challenging uh, than they've ever been. And for some people, aspects of the job that you didn't sign up for, um, that you weren't interested in. So you see coaches that are either going to the NFL or going into coordinator roles because they don't want to deal with those things. They want to coach. They want to coach college ball and they want to develop guys and they want to develop offenses or defenses. So um, we've had some conversations about some schools specifically, not only for you, but, but also based on, on, on your son. Um, and, and it was not shocking to me whatsoever. Um, I do think it was a really good hire for for Ohio State. Um, obviously, not only from an offensive perspective, but those two have history. Um, mm -hmm. They do have history. Chip, yeah. Chip was his coach in college at New Hampshire, Correct. I think, if I remember correctly. Yes, you got it. Uh, so there's a lot of reasons why I think it was a, it was a good hire for them, um, but not surprising. You look what happened at Boston College. You look what happened at UCLA. I think you're going to see more and more of this um, if it's the right opportunity. You worked with Billy O at Maryland, right? Yeah, me and Billy worked together at the University of Maryland. We lived in the same neighborhood. Our wives were friends. Um, I've known Billy for a long time, got a ton of respect for him, talked to him probably 10 times before taking the Penn State job once he left. 
about what the challenges were, what the realities were, uh, what the strengths and weaknesses were before coming here. So I had a pretty good understanding of that. Billy was a big part of that. I think he's going to do a great job at Boston College. It's a great fit for him and his family. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is safe. It's a place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. For example, it's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who experience major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Game Presents today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Game Presents. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I never was a fan of Bill O'Brien. And, and I'm not, you know, I, I, I've always been one. I shoot from the hip. I always have shot from the hip with you. I'm not a fan of him um, because I knew he was a user. And and I, while I don't have a problem with with coaches or even at this point with players being opportunistic, I, I ultimately feel like if you're going to accept the challenge, accept the challenge. If you want to accept the role, accept the role. And for me, I, I look at it like f- with Chip Kelly, I would never take a backward step as a coach. Like I, I, whether they wanted me out or not, I'm not I'm not trying to beat I'm not trying to beat the wave and go take an offense coordinator job somewhere else. That's first and foremost. That's if I'm if I'm speaking 100 percent, that's a coward's way. But that's just me talking. All right. Billy O'Brien came to Penn State and never recruited his own class. He left you with bare cupboard. So, of course, he could have told you what you were stepping into. You were stepping into a place that had nothing. And it had tradition. And, and it had a whole bunch of people that were hurt and injured from, from an emotional standpoint. And that's why he left you. I never liked the hire because I knew he would leave. So, I, I was telling people, and I know you got to go do a, do a call, but this is just, this is, I'd love to hear your response to it, but... I tell people, you know, they're judging how they view James Franklin off of 
your record against Michigan and Ohio State. I judge James Franklin off of the man and the figure and the stable stable uh, foundation that the man put in place and led to success, led to players coming back. Because people may have a short memory. Nobody wanted to come to Penn State, Frank. Nobody wanted to come to Penn State. The the tradition had had taken a nosedive after everything that took place, and Bill O'Brien left just as as Marty and all, all of those guys were leaving. The guys that chose to stay and and became legendary off of staying there, Zordage and all those guys, they they were leaving, and O'Brien was gone with them. You come in, you have to to refill what's going on. You you have to rebuild. Just super quickly, not making it about him, making it about you and where you are right now. When you see all of these coaches going every which direction, because you had an opportunity to go. People may not know this, but we have personal conversations. I have conversations around around everything that's going on. I know that there were some real, real interesting places you could have left Penn State to go and you never left. You never left. You you never turned your back. You never said, hey, y'all been wanting me out of here anyway. I'm up out of here. You didn't do that. How does that make you feel sitting where you're sitting at right now, knowing that you have stood in there, you have taken bullets, and and yet you continue to to build a program that is going in the right direction? Hell, you only got two games that you have to figure out how to conquer alongside continuing to win the games that you already have. What's like, what, what's your mindset on that? Well, I think to your point, LeVar, um, I think you're a loyal guy and I think you see my loyalty to Penn state, but I'm also going to say my loyalty, my loyalties to the players. Um, you know, uh, I, I love the guys and I, I believe when I'm a big part of the reason why these guys choose Penn state, that am I loyal to the university? Yes. Am I loyal to the president, athletic director, and the board, and the lettermen and people like you? Yes. But I'm also loyal to those players in the locker room, and that's probably the biggest thing for me. Um, yeah, there, there's there's been opportunities. There has been. Uh, but, again, that's probably the biggest thing for me. I had a hard time leaving Vanderbilt. I really did. And I do think we've built something special here. Um, I know the program is in a totally different stratosphere from from when I got here. Um, and although I want us to be better and we're going to take the steps necessary to be better, um, I'm also not going to apologize for having one of the most consistent top 10 programs in college football uh, over the last over the last 10 years. So um, I, I'm very, very proud of that. And um you know, I understand some of the things you're saying and your perspective. The one thing I would say, like you were talking about Chip, um, I don't know if Chip, from his view, and I can't speak for him, but but coaches like Chip, I don't know if they look at it as they're taking a step back because a lot of things that are occurring in college football and, and even magnified at certain schools, that's not what they signed up for. That's not the job that they signed up for. They want to coach ball. They understood recruiting was a part of that as well. They had signed up for those things. But all the other things now that, that are a big part of college football, that's not what they signed up for. 
So that's the challenge. And that's why you're seeing more and more of these coaches make these types of decisions because, you know, LeVar, I mean, think about it. There, there's, there's college kids that have transferred four or five different schools now. Uh, it's a very different college football than me and you signed up for, not only as players, but, but also you know, when I started coaching. It's, it's a very different college football. So I think that's how some coaches would look at it. Go get that Big Ten coaches call, Coach. We appreciate it. I hope we can continue to have conversations through through the the, the spring. I mean, let's 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 get a couple more. Talk about what what the future holds because I would love to talk about where you're at, what direction you're going in, the the recruits, all that different stuff that's going on. I'd love to keep you know having the conversation. So, but go have the conversation with the coaches. Appreciate you coming on, making times, Coach Franklin. Everybody always love to talk online but also appreciate our offline conversations. And next, next time you're in town, let's grab dinner. We're going to do that. We're going to do that. See you, buddy. Appreciate you, Coach. Keep up the great work. Hey, listen, to all y'all out there, I, I, I think the biggest message to take away from this, uh, this episode in particular is that having a coach that is willing to endure while succeeding and working to succeed – at such a high level is not a given. It's not a given that you can keep them. It's not a given that they're, they're willing to be motivated. Uh, these contracts are so, so big these days. I, I would urge our community, the Penn State community, to take two steps back. The Penn State fans, the Penn State community, take two steps back and think about it for one moment as something larger than just wins and losses on the football field. Coaches win, coaches lose. Players win, players lose. Us in our lives, we win and sometimes we lose. But you take those losses and you learn from them. You take those wins and you learn from them. But you know what I really, really, really appreciate about James Franklin? He's a person first. He's an honest person. And he stands in there. He's never ran. I know some of these opportunities that James Franklin had as a coach to go to different places. And believe you me, yes, he would have got the money, if not more, going to to some of these. There, there's two in particular that pop into my head uh, that I know for certain were were on the table for him. And and were they bigger programs? Debatable. Debatable. Meaning that you can't just say, hey, why would you leave Penn State to go here? Now, if you went there, you'd be like, yeah, that's a great move for him. The man has stood in there. He has not treated us as a stepping stone or being an opportunist that would actually take a job. And a month into taking the job, take a job somewhere else. Not that guy. He's not that guy. He's not leaving us as the head coach to go be somewhere else to be an offensive coordinator. He's not that guy. So for two losses, three this year, now, you know, bowl game is debatable. But for two real losses, Ohio State, Michigan, for, for two losses to be on James Franklin's resume for the last two seasons, let's keep things in the proper perspective, my people. Let's really keep things in the proper perspective because what that man is doing and what he has done is made Penn State football and our Penn State community much more relevant than what it possibly might have could have would have been if we didn't have a man that was prepared and willing to attack the situation that was at hand when Penn State had to go through 
you know, all of the the drama and and the, the the penalties that we had to go through. It was going to take a special person to be able to get Penn State football out of and through the situation that we found ourselves in. James Franklin, in my estimation, has done an excellent and a tremendous job of doing just that. Right there on the cusp of, of being a program that is contending for and competing for getting into the playoff. Obviously, the playoff, it, it, it expands this season. And I wouldn't be surprised if, if Penn State, under even new leadership of offense coordinating and defensive coordinating, I would not be surprised if Penn State is right there in the mix. So keep the faith, Penn State, because we truly are. We are Penn State. All right. That's just my little rant. That's my little end of the season rant. Would I have liked this season to have been better? Absolutely, I would have liked the season to end it better, been, been better, beat Ohio State or Michigan, beat both of them, get to the college playoff, see where we're at. But you know what? We heard Coach talk about Drew Aller. Drew Aller is our quarterback. Give him the, the, the ability. Give, give him the space and give him the support he needs to, to transition into that guy. He's our quarterback. We got Nick Singleton. We got we, we got fat man, you know what I mean? We got we 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 got running backs. All right. We got running backs. So for me, states stay in stay in line. Like let's 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 hold the line, guys. It could be some really, really cool opportunities and moments coming in the near future for Penn State loyal people, loyal fans. I mean, we've had a lot of great opportunities to cheer as well. I mean, there's only been two times, um, well, three this past season. There's only been three times where it ended where we weren't on top. Let's just keep things in perspective, y'all. All right? This is LeVar Arrington. This is Quite Franklin. Make sure you tune in to Up On Game, Up On Game Presents. Wherever it is that you get your, your podcast from, you know, check us out. All right? Um, yeah. Until next time, make sure you check out Disrupt You. That's a, that's also a deal. Disrupt You, PSU. Check them out. All right. All right. We'll talk to you soon. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? 
facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.